Hey everyone, it's the post game report. I'm Wabi on the field at US Bank Stadium, joined by Chris Corso. What's up, Chrissy? What's going on, Wabi? That was man. a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. We got out of there, knock on wood, I think, pretty injury free. Now we have always the key. Yeah, now we don't know that for sure yet, but I think I think we came out of this thing okay injury wise, so that's good. We also won the game. That's good. Twenty five yep. to nineteen. Two and was the total for the Vikings in preseason game number two. They beat the Seattle Seahawks. Let's go over um, some of our takeaways from the game. Yep. I'll start. This is the second game in a row That's that right. we have not allowed a sack not in the one. preseason. Okay. So now last week we did it, and it was a big deal because it was the first time in ten years the Vikings didn't allow a sack in a preseason game. Nice. Now stat. we just did it two years or two weeks in a row. Love no it. sacks. And this is a big deal because we've heard a lot of talk about the offensive line improving and being able to run the ball. Yep. And but, but guess what? They're improving in pass protection also. The backs did a good job of stepping up in pass protection to help out and picking up some blitzers. The tight ends are doing a good job. Quarterbacks are getting rid of the ball, and the receivers must be getting open. So that, to me, is one of the things that stands out the most from this game. No sacks allowed. Yeah, that was huge. Obviously, the, the first offense, no touchdown for them on that first drive. But we did see a bomb to Adam Thielen, yep. which was cool to see. Oh, you know what they ruled? Progress. They're going deep. Thielen gets a step and makes a great catch. Adam Thielen over the shoulder on a bomb from Kirk Cousins. He beat Shaquille Griffin. It's a 34-yard gain. Last week's preseason game at New Orleans, they hit a similar route. Beautifully thrown ball by Kirk Cousins. Thielen brings it in. And one of the things Adam Thielen identified that he wanted to improve on this year was running deeper routes and catching the ball downfield. He's off to a terrific start here in the preseason. And then you also saw Adam Thielen go deep, a pass he probably would have caught, and it was a defensive interference. Sets up the Vikings for a field goal there. The next thing I really liked was the new kicker, Vedvik, man. He, oh, yeah? He, he booted the ball a couple times on punts. He made an extra point. He just looks like an athletic player out there. Obviously, he can, he can kick as well as punt. Yep. And he could also kick the ball off. I think he's going to be a guy who can really provide a backup to Dan Bailey. But he can also do a lot of other things as well. So it was yeah. good to see him perform well. I really like that the Vikings got good situational football work in this game. Um, they had a two-minute drill on offense late in the first half that led to a touchdown. Yep. They had to defend the two-minute drill late in the game against Seattle. Did not give up a touchdown. They had to field sort of a squib onside kick. They had to milk the clock. They had to use their four-minute offense to run the clock out yep. um, at the at the end of the game. They got to work in Vedvik and the new special teams um, personnel. So I thought situationally the Vikings got a lot of good work in this game, and I have a feeling that Mike Zimmer and the coaches will appreciate that when they go through and evaluate and watch the tape, see how these guys did in clutch situations. We also saw a lot of these young playmakers making some plays. We saw Irv Smith get involved. His first touchdown yep. of the preseason. That was cool. He was wide open, which was good to see. Yep. Vikings looking to tie this game up. It'll be a third down and goal. With a minute seven to go in the half. Mannion over the middle, and it's a touchdown. Irv Smith, Jr. I take nothing away from Irv Smith, but this felt like a busted coverage. And it was. He was so wide open. There's no way no one is supposed to be in that area. So here in the preseason. You got a lot of targets. You got a lot of chance to kind of show what you can do here in the last couple of games. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, um, I feel like this offense, we have so many different weapons. And, you know, Coach Stefanski and Coach Kubiak, they want to get us all involved. So I feel like they did a great job of that tonight. 
uh, just getting everyone involved and making plays out there. The touchdown's preseason, but take me through the play and sort of realizing that dream of getting that touchdown out there. Uh, yeah, you know, um, when I heard it, when I heard the call, you know, it's kind of tight end zone. I had a feeling, you know, uh, I was gonna have a chance to get the ball in the end zone, and you know, Sean did a great job of finding me, delivering the ball, and I made a play out there. Was that dance anything special, or what was the <laughs> celebration all about? Uh, you know, um, so I'm from New Orleans, so it's just like a, you know, like a fun dance. Uh, that we, that we do out there, so you know, I just try to bring bring a little style and fun to the to the field. Does it have a name? Uh, it's it's like or it's like called jigging. We call it jigging. <laughs> Are you feeling more comfortable with the offense now? Um, yeah, definitely. I feel like you know, each day I'm just trying to you know focus focus on something, uh, and just trying to really just get better each day. That's my main focus. Um, so I can go out there and play fast. So I feel like. The first game, uh, I was getting there. You know, I definitely am taking steps uh, forward. So I'm just trying to do that each day, each day at practice and each game. Um, and then you see Brandon Zilstra, who you had, you didn't see much um, in the first preseason game, and then he came out here and um, had a bunch of bunch of uh, crossing patterns across the field. Finished off with a beautiful touchdown, um, and that was really good to see Zilstra get involved because he's a guy who can really contribute to the team this season. I love the Vikings running backs in this game. I thought that uh, Alexander Madison and Mike Boone did a good job of being productive, again, helping in protection. Mike um, Boone. Yeah, I mean, man, he's producing. Game. He's so, like the, the top preseason running back I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Yeah, and so no <laughs> Dalvin Cook tonight. He did not play in the game. Amir Abdullah is injured. He did not play in the game. And I thought Mike Boone really stepped up. And, of course, Alexander Madison stepped up. And Alexander Madison, Chris, is showing me right now that he can play on all three downs. No problem right now. And spending some time with us in Minneapolis here today. Sean Mannion's in a quarterback for the Vikings, by the way. Here is Madison breaking through and a big run for the rookie. All the way down to the 39-yard line is Alexander Madison, a pickup of 22. And look at it. He gets a nice blocking, but look at the vision. See what he sees right there? That play was designed to go to the right side. He sees it break back to the left, and then watch how he finishes the run, Kevin. This is what I liked about Alexander Madison coming out of school. He's going to lower his head, lower his shoulders, and look at him going forward. How did you feel today? Um, felt actually more nervous uh, this time than, than last week, but um, uh, it, it, was, it was great to get out there and, you know, those butterflies that go away after you get that first carry, that, that first snap. And, um, it's just football from there. Was it because it was a home game and the fans? Or what, what, why are you more nervous? Um, I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, maybe that, that could have something to do with it. And then, you know, it's just one of those things every single week. You just, you know, you're, you're living your dream and at the same time you have a job to do. So um, just trying to do that every single week. It seems the offensive line's really been strong in the past two games as well and helping you guys make those holes, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they're doing a great job up front and they're hard on themselves about little things as well. So um, that's always great to see that we go back to the, the drawing board after, you know, maybe a, even a minor mishap or, you know, the guy picks him up, but he should have picked him up a l one step earlier. Things like that is, uh, is something that's really awesome about the offensive line and they do a great job up front. So, um, you know, we'll just get back at it Tuesday and get ready to, to continue to get better together. You're also showing your toughness. A lot of people thought that one big crunch that you took, like how did he not blow out his knee? I mean, and then you just popped right back, back up and kept going. I mean, it didn't hurt or what? Or you just didn't show it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little uh, shocking at first, the feeling of it. But, um, you know, going back to college, my, my running backs coach there was hard on me about, 
yoga and, and doing things to make sure that I was flexible. So, I, I, you know, I give credit to my flexibility on that. But, um, yeah, it was one of those scary moments for a second, the way I felt my body go, but didn't hurt. So I'm glad. question that's Mike the way he's been running too right yeah. in that running back room it's nice to see him have some success too right? oh yeah definitely I mean it, it fires us up and um, as a group we just want each other to succeed so him going out there and doing that fires up the running back group and you know it's just going to continue to make us better and and uh, you know I can't I can't wait to continue to grow with those guys week one Atlanta he can play on all three downs, and that's a big deal because he's our RB2 behind Dalvin Cook. No worries uh, on Dalvin Cook. He's going to be ready to go. He's, uh, he's just being held out even though he's healthy. Also, Linval Joseph and Shamar Stefan, no worries there. I think they're going to be ready to go. Um, but I, th I think the running backs have looked really good here in the first two weeks of the preseason. Yeah, you have to start to think about that running back three competition. Obviously, you have Cook and then Madison. The running back three competition is going to be between Abdullah and Mike Boone. And Abdullah wasn't able to play tonight, which might hurt him. And Mike Boone just keeps taking advantage yeah. every single chance he gets, which yeah. is really good to see. I, have one. I swept it through the channels earlier this year and saw him back in Canada supporting his, one of his former teams in the CFL before his season began. On first down, blitz again. Man, he gets belted, but completes it. Nice play. It's to Boone. Breaks the tackle. And another to the outside. It is Boone inside the 10. Mike Boone, number 23, competing for the third running back job. And he had a big 64-yard run late against New Orleans last week for a touchdown. He comes back with this pass catch that he turns into a big play. Nice catch. Deshaun Shedd, who just made the interception pick six. He goes past him and turns it upfield for big, for big yardage. That's the ref cam we have. Mike, let me tell you, uh, not only Kirk Cousins, Kyle Slaughter, everyone singing your praises about the kind of games that you know, not only had tonight, but against New Orleans as well. How did you feel tonight? You were finding holes and just getting that ground going. Uh, you know, I mean, that's a big credit to the offensive line. You know, those guys, they work hard and they open the holes and, you know, it's on me from there. You know, I try to do what I'm coached to do, you know, so I give a big credit to the offensive line for that. But you also have those bursts too, right? You find oh, the hole, but then you can really turn it on. Are you feeling super strong right now? Oh, uh, you know, I, I worked a little hard this offseason. You know, worked on speed, you know, power. So I'm glad to see, you know, that's showing, you know, on the field. So, yeah. And then Herb Smith Jr. kind of capitalized on, on your catch and run that you had out there, and he gave you most of the credit when I was interviewing him out there. How does that make you feel? Uh, I mean, that feels good. You know, to, just for you know, a teammate to you know, congratulate you, you know, give you a little credit, but, you know, we're all a team and, you know, he made the play that, you know, that well, he was called on to make, so shout out to Irv, man. But this ball's in space, right? I mean, Definitely. everyone Definitely. wants to see that too from you, right? Of course, of course. Awesome. Mike, what do you like about being lined up in the slot and kind of being given a chance to affect the game that way? Uh, you know, like you said, just show um, some versatility, you know, show, you know, you can line up wide and catch the ball, you know, or even, you know, block, you know, for the, for the receivers out wide and, that's it, you know, just add another dynamic, you know, to, to you know, what I try to do. Do you feel like the offense, at least just throughout camp, they're utilizing you running backs in that position more than maybe last year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, every back we got, you know, great hands, you know, can line up and do, you know, exactly what, not exactly what the receivers do, but, you know, we can line up wide also, so, yeah. How did you view this game? I mean, you, you end up getting the, the majority of the carries as kind of um, an opportunity to show them something tonight? Uh, I just try to, you know, come in like I approach every week, you know, just showcase what I can showcase, you know, uh, put my best foot forward, you know, and 
try to make the plays. You know, when my number's called, I try to make the plays. You know, that's called on me. What is there left for you to show the coaching staff, you think? I mean, just consistency, man. You know, I'm trying to come, turn around, you know, do the same thing again next week. And, you know, that's, that's my goal. Control what I can control. It's also interesting that you talk about you want to block, you want to run the routes first, more so than just get a touchdown too. So it's the little things too that yeah, are big. Definitely, you know, and that's that's major. You know, blocking mm -hmm. is you can't block. You know, like what we preach, you can't block, you can't play. You know, so that's another uh, you know big aspect. You know, we try to harp on and you know control while we're on the field. Yeah, really good. To see. I have one more takeaway. Do you have any more? Uh, let's hear it. Okay, the quarterbacks are playing really well, and. This is important. They're completing 78% of their passes, 76% of their passes. They have not taken any sacks. Their touchdown to interception ratio is 5 to 1. Very good. This is why that's important because when your quarterbacks play poorly in practice or in preseason games, it makes it harder for everyone else to perform well. Gotcha. Therefore, it makes it harder to evaluate everyone else. But when your quarterbacks are playing well and setting the table properly, now you can evaluate everyone else, the receivers, yep. the offensive line, the running. Like, it just makes the evaluation of everyone else clearer when the quarterbacks play well. The Vikings quarterbacks are playing exceptionally well for preseason football, and that's a good thing. I honestly thought it was a really positive night. Um, it's a small sample size. It's the preseason. You don't try to read too much into it, but I came away feeling good about the first two drives and also um, really the rest of the offense the rest of the way. I think there was a good mix of run and pass. We avoided sacks. Um, even the, the interception was a really tough look that I found myself saying to Sean, like, I may have done the same thing just because of the how difficult of a look that was. So it'll be really good for us to have, have that have happen in the preseason when it doesn't hurt you as much, be able to go talk about it with the coaches as to, hey, what should we do here with the receiver and the communication there? And then. Um, you know, just got a lot of people involved. I thought Mike Boone ran the ball really well. I think everybody could see that. A lot of different people caught the football and made plays for us. And, um, you know, it was great to get Adam going on the deep ball. That pass interference was helpful, but it would have loved to have connected on the play. But the penalty basically gives you a similar gain. And, um, you know, the clipping penalty kind of took points off the board for us there. We ended up with a long third down that was hard to convert. And then the... Um, the screen that we didn't hit was a real disappointing play. I thought that one should have been hit, and, and, and that's a big play with the pressure they brought there. And then the fumbled snap, I think, followed that play immediately, and those two plays were, were not good. Um, Got to avoid that at all costs. So other than that, it was really clean, and, um, and, uh, and so we feel pretty good about a lot of the plays throughout the game. So like we saw the offensive line as far as pass pro. Looked like they gave you a lot of time, especially on the ones you threw deep to Thielen. You said they, they did give me a lot yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. It was very clean. I, like I said, I think that's our second game where we really didn't take a sack. I'd heard we might have statistically taken a sack on a, on a bootleg. We ran out of bounds, uh, technically a yard behind the line of scrimmage. But um, the true sacks, when you think about sacks in the pocket, don't know that we've had one now for two weeks, which is really positive. Again, preseason, let's try not to read too much into it, but uh, I think that's a good thing. The deep one to Thielen, is that an outside shoulder throw, or did he adjust there? We say throw the ball to the hash is where we want that ball. So. Um, I think it landed pretty close to there, and, and Adam said he couldn't find it. I think he may have been able to see that. He looked up, and he's like trying to find it, and, and couldn't. And, and um, you know, good to get the interference call. Kirk on the fumbled snap. Is it a miscommunication? What was that? Yeah. So we go on our on our quick count there, and uh, the line was still trying to make a call, trying to identify the front. And so I'm wanting the ball snapped. They're trying to still make a call. They're not quite ready for the for the ball to be snapped. And so then. I'm ready to grab it. He's not ready to snap it, and the timing was off. And so those are the things we got to talk about. Of hey, when we want to go fast and catch a defense off guard, 
do we want to slow down and allow the line to get set, or do we just want to go and deal with the consequences of not communicating before the snap? Those are the things we got to talk about. You gain something and lose something on whichever side you fall there. How much of an emphasis will there be on the screen game, uh, improving that from where it was last year? Well, I mean, I don't know if you've been at practice, but we spend about 10 minutes every pre-practice, and all we do is screens. So there's been an emphasis now for about uh, four weeks just pre-practice every day, going over every single screen we have because it is an important piece and, and you hit it on the head, we want to be better at that this year. So you get what you emphasize, we've got to emphasize it and it starts with practice. But would have been really nice to hit that one and we, and we didn't hit it and that was frustrating. Is that play more just over an overthrow? Because it looked like he had lots of room. Yeah, you know, he wanted the ball placed on him and I wanted to touch it over the blitzer and we did have tons of room because they blitzed and so they vacated that zone. It would have been a huge gain and, and um, you know, we just got to connect. Kirk, you talked about a lot of the guys making good receptions. So BC Johnson got his first touchdown last week. Now it's Irv yeah. Smith getting his. Right. What confidence can that do? It doesn't have to be you, it can be Sean, but just to right. get those touchdowns in early. Yeah, we just want to get these game reps with newer players and feel like when we get to week one that it's not the first time they've been out there in live action making plays for us. And so we want to build up an inventory of reps with as many young players as we can so that uh, when their number gets called week one, week two, week three, uh, we are ready to roll, they're ready to roll, and we can you know, not miss a beat. On that, pa that pass interference where they basically mauled Adam, is that the only way really he can be stopped sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised he didn't come down with it, and I kind of gave him a hard time for it on the sideline. I said, you know, you still should power through that and come down with that, you're too good. And he said, well, I couldn't find the ball. You know, if I had found it earlier, I w that's what I would have done. So I was giving him a hard time, but uh, uh, yeah, he's a special player. On the completion to him, were you surprised to see the uh, challenge flag thrown? It's obviously preseason, so he's. Remains to be. I'm like every fan watching the game. I'm interested to see how often that flag gets pulled and how often people want to want to you know take a look at every every play. I didn't, you know, it happened so fast. But I was surprised. I thought maybe they were challenging whether his foot was in bounds. What I thought, but uh, Adam went over there and talked to him, and coach said, "No, I want to challenge the interference." And Adam said, "If I uh, if I can't do what I did, then I can't play. You know, that's <laughs> you got to be able to do that." the helmet on to hear the calls yeah. and stay engaged. Yeah. Well, how important is that to stay engaged with what's happening throughout the, the rest of the game? Yeah, game reps are so valuable that even if you're not the one playing, to be able to hopefully from the sideline, even though it's a reduced vantage point, be able to process within the speed of the game. Uh, and to do that, you got to hear the call. And so wearing the helmet helps. And um, uh, like even the interception, I found myself saying like, throw it to the shallow like that was where my mind was going in real time and then the ball was you know intercepted so you find yourself saying wow like I'm trying to take a rep from the sideline and I pretty much did the same thing in my mental rep you know and those are the things you, you that help you learn and then there's the intangibles how the guys react after that and to come back right you yeah see that. and that's what Gary you know Gary came in here just at the end and was talking with us and said hey big part of playing the quarterback position because the interceptions are going to happen and sacks and fumbles and all kinds of negative plays. It's how do you respond? You got to respond. And, and he, Sean did, the offense did. Um, and once again, I, I think similar to last week, it was just a very well-rounded performance when you just look at the offense as a whole in terms of rushing, passing, efficiency, converting third downs. And aside from that one interception, you know, we didn't have a lot of like scary throws that were foolish throws or, or put the team in, in danger. Yeah, it was good to see a touchdown from both of the backups in this game, Mannion and then Kyle Slaughter. Kyle Slaughter with a little fist bump. Little, uh, he got yep. excited there when he threw that touchdown to uh, Brandon Zilstra, so that was really good to see out of him. Put it on the deck again last week against New Orleans, which has been part of the problem in his career. Yeah, it has. Slaughter tried to get it to Boone, now comes back and throws a touchdown anyway to Zilstra. The third
Zilstra's right here. Watch him work inside and then break to the outside. And he runs a nice physical route because he has to hand fight a little bit with the corner from, from Seattle, number eight, Jamar Taylor, who operates out of the nickel very well, former starter in this league with Cleveland for two years. Nice job by Zilstra being physical and using his body to run away from him. He didn't see that part, but right in the beginning, did you see that, Kevin, when he made the break? talking about how impressed he is with all the different weapons and people that can catch the balls that you guys are throwing, that there's depth of quarterback, yes, but also who's getting the balls. How impressed are you with those young guys getting in the end zone and pulling it down? Yeah, very impressed. I mean, as a quarterback, uh, a lot of the times you have a favorite guy out there, but it's really nice to have guys out there that, you know, I don't really look for a particular matchup or anything like that because I know that they're all going to win. So I don't really have to go out there and pick and choose, uh, you know, different routes and concepts for different guys. Uh, I'm really just going out there and playing my game because I know that everybody's going to win. So it's really nice to have some playmakers out there. Uh, well, um, what did you think of the two second half drives? Number one, you throw the touchdown on, and then number two, uh, you know, you get the TD and the two-point conversion that kind of ices the game. Yeah, I mean, um, I think for the most part, it was uh, a smooth operation. Definitely things that I can fix and get better at. Um, I know I've got to watch the play clock uh, a little bit better. Uh, that's something that I can work on. Um, but overall, I was just really proud of the guys. Uh, my offensive line was great today. Uh, they kept me clean all day. Uh, I don't really think I was hit at all. Um, so really proud of those guys. And again, proud of the skill position guys. Uh, Mike Boone, uh, in particular, ran the ball really hard. Um, again, just couldn't be happier for my guys. It seemed like they just have you running a lot of uh, bootlegs and things like that. Is that where you're at your most comfortable? Um, I wouldn't say uh, bootlegging is when I'm most comfortable. I think it's just a big part of our offense. So it's something that um, we want to incorporate um, as much as we can. Moving the pocket, it kind of keeps the defense honest, uh, makes the defensive ends think about you know different stuff in the run game, be more honest. They can't you know flow down the line of scrimmage and make a play. Uh, they've got to be conscious of the quarterback booting out. So I know it's going to be a big part of our offense. Uh, running the game is obviously going to be a big part of our offense. And uh, uh, I'm just really excited to you know be a part of a special unit. You got to be happy with what you put down tonight. Yeah, I mean, again, there's. A, I'm gonna go in tomorrow, and you know, I'll, I'll get it for something. You know, so it's it's not. It's never perfect. You know, no matter what the the stats or anything look like, uh, they always say that your best days are never as good as you know you think on film, and your worst days are never as bad as you think. So, you know, I'm excited to get back in and get back to work on Tuesday. Stats that don't matter, preseason wins and losses. Mike Zimmer, 19-4. and four. Jeez. 19-4 and four in the preseason. Um, I don't know how much that matters, but winning's better than losing. So no matter, no matter what season it is. Let's hear what Coach Zimmer had to say after the game. Okay, overall I thought it was a uh, um, pretty good performance. Um, you know, we had one penalty in the first half, and uh, so that was one of the big uh, things we were trying to improve on this week. Um, I thought offensively we moved the ball well. Unfortunately, we got the, the penalty down there in, inside the 10-yard line. and then. Uh, um, but I thought we moved the ball well. Um, had a you know fumble early and then uh, you know the interception for the touchdown. But um, but I thought you know time of possession was we were plus 17 minutes in the time of possession, which is always a good thing. And goes to show you stick, converting third down, sticking with sticking with the run at times when it looks like there's nothing there, and eventually you pop them. So um, defensively, um, 
I think we can be better on third downs. We need to get back to work on that a little bit. And um, we had a couple busted coverages tonight uh, that, that we don't normally do. So we'll get back with drawing board and we'll go from there. Mike, did you like what you saw from Boone tonight? Yeah, I do. He, you know, he's an explosive kid, runs hard, uh, got juice to get to the perimeter. So, um, yeah, he's, he, he did well last week as well. So I, that's a good thing for him. What do you think of Nedvig's uh, performance, and how do you see him fitting in? Yeah, um, I thought he did well. He, you know, he kicked the ball deep, had one one uh, extra point or field goal. I don't remember what it was, and then he punted okay. So uh, we'll just keep looking at it and see where we're at from there. But uh, we won't make a decision today. Mike, some of your young corners had some good moments, but also some costly ones too. What's your message to them after the game? Um, well, we had a couple busted coverages that we need to fix that we don't typically do. So um, we'll get back with it and start grinding them more and more. Um, you know, they may have to play, so they need to get going. Mike, are you encouraged with the offensive line, no sacks? Again? Yeah, and I think, you know, like, I, like I've said many times, I think we're helping him with the things we're doing, you know, the ball's coming out quick, we're play action, we're getting on the perimeter, the quarterback's not stationary in the pocket all the time. So I think all those things help um, help the offensive line, you know, you play action pass, you got some extra guys staying in or you got some extra hands on, on the rushers, um, you know, and then changing it up, which is which has been good. Slaughter and Treadwell looked good in the second half. How much do you read into that? Well, we're trying to get Treadwell the ball a little bit more in the in the second half. You know, um, try to showcase him a little bit, I guess. And then, uh, uh, you know, he he made some nice plays. And and Slaughter, you know, when he goes in the game, he just continues to do well. Is it nice to see Sean bounce back after the pick six and you know drive and get the kitchen touchdown? Yeah, you know, he's he's had a uh, a good camp and he's had a couple good games. Um, you know, it was one bad play, and really was a miscommunication between uh, uh, BB and himself. So um, we'll try to clear that up and make sure it doesn't ever happen again. But uh, it was nice to see him continue to go back out there and, and, and play well. Mike, on the pass interferences, are you getting a sense of how they're going to call things, having seen it a couple times in the first couple um, of reasons, given challenges? I don't know, Ben, honestly. Um, it's hard. It's hard to know. With when they're going to call it, when they're not going to call it. I mean, I didn't think the one on Adam tonight was was offensive pass interference. So, uh, and there was another one on the sideline that I thought about challenging, um, and I didn't do it because I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was flagrant enough or clear and obvious enough. Hey Mike, as this plays out too, are you concerned, especially about like the first month or so, that because of that indecision? On your part and coaches, that this is going to become a real problem that's going to end up deciding some important games. Well, I think all the people that I've that I talk to and communicate with, uh, they have that concern. Yes, that there's, um, you know, there was a couple that happened yesterday that, you know, one one got reversed or whatever, and um, so I, I think it's going to be a work in progress. Yes. Well, in Hale's hit, how, how uh, I mean, that, that's obviously 10 years back a flying hit, but now fits the definition, I would say, right, of the ejectable? Yeah, the, um, 
he, you know, number one, we don't we don't want to see anybody get hurt. So I, I told Pete that after the game, you know, I'm sorry about his quarterback. Number two, um, you know, he can't he can't drop his head. Um, but saying that, um, you know, when quarterback is running an option, he ought to be fair game other than lowering your head and hitting him hitting him in the head. So, um, you know, if if they're going to let these quarterbacks be runners, then we should be able to hit them. Now he he didn't hit him legally, but you know we we need to hit these guys. Mike, earlier in the week, Gary said he noticed that Brandon Zilstra started to kind of come into his own, feel more like himself post in post injury. Where where have you seen him make some of the biggest strides, including in the? Um, I th I, th I just think the explosiveness is starting to come back a little bit for him now. I thought he did well tonight. Uh, Bidette got a lot of play uh, today, both as a returner and as a receiver. Uh, how do you feel he did? Um, I thought he did okay returning. You know, he didn't. I don't think he got a couple balls didn't maybe early, and uh, but he was also a gunner on the punt, punt team. So you know, we'll just have to look at the tape and see. Um, you know, Jeff is a uh, he's got great speed. He can run extremely fast, and uh, you know his. His issue is learning all the all the positions and and seeing what he can do on special teams. Uh, is it a little bit more difficult uh, to evaluate like Gunner on special teams if there's like hang time issues with the punt, or can you just evaluate that anyway? No, you just watch you know when he's going against one guy or two guys and how he does. Yeah, I know. I know. On the one, was it the kickoff that they squirted out a little ways? I, he, no, it was a punt, and he. He didn't contain the ball, so I'll have to look at that one. All right, that's going to do it uh, for Chris Corso. This is Wabi signing off for now. Before I do, though, I want to remind you, click around Vikings.com in the Vikings app, consume all of our post-game content, and stay tuned all week to Vikings.com as we digest this game and get you ready for next week's game, which is here at U.S. Bank Stadium on Saturday, kickoff at noon Central Time against the Arizona Cardinals. We welcome number one overall draft pick quarterback Kyler Murray, David Johnson, one of the best running backs in the game, and Larry Fitzgerald, one of Minnesota's very own, will come home and play a preseason game against the Vikings. Also make sure you check out The Voyage, our brand new behind-the-scenes documentary-style TV show that we want you to see. Uh, two episodes have been released of that, so make sure you go and check that out. Okay, that's going to do it for tonight. The Vikings win 25-19 to in preseason week number two over the Seattle Seahawks. Knock on wood, I think we got out of here pretty healthy, and there's lots of content on the website for you guys to consume it, so make sure you do that. On behalf of Chris Corso, this is Wabi signing off for now. Skull Vikings.